Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 328. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be daring, be audacious, challenge life. TV Talk is America's premier network for TV show discussions. Hosts include former guests from Big Brother and contestants from shows like Survivor and The Amazing Race. Download the app today. Looking for an Ivy League online marketing program? At eCornell, you can start where you are, 100% online and on your terms, to earn an Ivy League marketing certificate in as little as three months. Visit eCornell.com slash fire to save 20% today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Stephanie Burns. Stephanie, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All right. (laughs) Stephanie is the founder and CEO of Chic CEO. Chic CEO is an online platform providing women with how-to information, tools, and community. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Stephanie, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. And did I pronounce Chic CEO correctly? You know, I was just going to say bravo for Chic CEO correctly. Um, Most men do not. I never hold it against them, (laughs) but it is Chic CEO, so... Um, So Chic CEO, we are an online platform for female entrepreneurs. We provide how-to information, community, and tools for women getting businesses started. So anything from how to write a business plan to how to get your EIN, what to do if you've invented a product, uh, financing, funding, marketing, everything you're looking for when getting started is right there at Chic CEO, and it's all for free. Wow. Well, that's all great. We're going to dive way into that, but I want to know a little bit about you, Stephanie, personally. Take us back. Sure. Well, I was working full-time for an innovation consultancy. We helped brands innovate their products and their services through rapid ideation. And when the recession hit in 2008, 2009, and you know, the economy kind of went down, obviously innovation work, um, paid innovation work went down as well. So just like everybody else, I got laid off. But prior to that, I had gone to grad school and I was getting my MBA and I started noticing a lot of my girlfriends around 28, 29, 30-year-olds were starting their own small businesses because they were getting laid off too. And because I was in business school, they were asking me, you know, how do I start a business? And I could not answer the question. I was learning all these high-level business concepts, global marketing, strategic management, statistics, econ, and I literally could not answer the simple question, how do I get started? So that kind of led me down a path of looking around to see, I I thought, of course, there has to be a resource out there that tells people how to start businesses. I could not find a thing that made sense to me, that talked to me the way I wanted to be talked to, um, or that wasn't held behind a cash curtain. So I built Chic CEO for myself and for my girlfriends. And I I noticed that there was about 15 of my friends. I, I brought them all in my living room one day and just started asking them a ton of questions. And I thought, you know, if there's 15 of just my friends in my living room, there has to be more women out there that, that are in this age group that are starting small businesses to get through these rough patches of, of being laid off. So that's why I started Chic CEO. I wanted women to know that they can still be chic and stylish and fun and um, you know girly while still being a CEO. I think the days of 
think like a man, act like a lady are way behind us. I think women can be women, act like women, think like women, and and run their own businesses. So that's kind of where Chic CEO came. And it took me about a year to research, write, plan, and launch Chic CEO. Um, And we launched in December of 2010. And by June of 2011, we were named one of the top 10 entrepreneurial websites for women by Forbes. Wow. What I want to really pull out of that, Stephanie, is that you got 15 of your girlfriends in the room and you started talking to them. That is so critical. That's so key because that was your target market. That was who your ideal client was going to be, where women in that age bracket who are looking to start businesses. So you got to pick their brains, see that they also were having these struggles. I'm sure you got some great ideas from that that you were able to implement into Chic CEO. I'm sure you did a little bit of pivoting, a little bit of maneuvering. And so then when you did go forward, you were really informed. It wasn't just what Stephanie Burns thought. It was what Stephanie Burns and a lot of other people and very similar but different situations thought so you could really encompass that all. So it's just great feedback for the listeners to realize that minimally viable product needs to be bounced off of your ideal market, of your target audience. So kudos to you for that, Stephanie. And before we dive even more into Chic CEO, which we're going to do, I want to talk about a success quote because we always start Entrepreneur Fire off with a success quote so we can really get fired up for this great content you're going to be sharing with us. So take it away. Sure. So one of my very, very favorite success quotes is one by Diane Sawyer. And she said, whatever you want in life, other people are going to want it too. So believe in yourself enough to accept the idea that you have an equal right to it. Diane Sawyer, that's the first time she's been quoted on Entrepreneur on Fire, and you are the 326th episode, Stephanie, so way to really just be different, and what I really want you to do now is break that down. How have you utilized that mantra in your life? Well, I think, you know, kudos to Diane Sawyer for saying something like this. It really hit home with me because as as entrepreneurs, especially female entrepreneurs, you know, we have a hard time kind of stepping out and saying, hey, this is something I want, and this is something I'm going for, and I hope you like it, but if you don't, that's okay. I'm still going to go after it. Um, you know, we, we have a very collaborative nature, women do, I think, and that's wonderful. I, I subscribe to that every day, but I think it's also really important as business owners and as people in general when we're trying to attain a goal or accomplish something that we understand and accept that we have a right to it. We have a right to accomplish our goals and we don't have to step aside so someone else can or put ourselves second, that we can put ourselves first. We can go after what we want and we don't have to feel sorry about it. Love that, Stephanie. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And what I want to move into now, Stephanie, is your entrepreneurial journey. You're our spotlighted guest today. And yes, you've had your ups, but you've also had your downs. In Entrepreneur on Fire, we like to talk about the challenges and the obstacles and the failures that we as entrepreneurs have to overcome. So tell us a story because day one, you weren't featured in Forbes. That happened over time and because you were consistently putting the effort in in the right direction. So take us to a time when you did face amazing major challenge or obstacle, or maybe when you did fail, tell us that story and what you learned from it. I was actually on the Wheel of Fortune, the game show Wheel of Fortune. and I was I on The Price is Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, and I won some money, and that's what I used to start Chic CEO. And I, because I had a little bit of money to start, I've never asked for money again. And we have been bootstrapping 
Chic CEO from the very beginning. And we started with 15 girls in my living room. And now we're at 23,000 female entrepreneurs in the network. Um, but to this day, we still have never taken an outside dollar. We, every single dollar we earn ourselves and we have to use it wisely. So I think it's been a, a really big struggle from us, for us, for the beginning, just to run on limited funds and no marketing budget. So we've been growing organically ever since we got started. And I probably, if I had it to do it over again, it might be a little easier if I went out and tried to find some outside funding. But the lessons that we've learned by saving and planning where every single dime will go has been invaluable for us, especially for our very first major uh, endeavor, business endeavor. Well, first off, Stephanie, I really just want to ask this question. Can sure. we link to the Wheel of Fortune video on the show notes page? <laughs> you know what? If you could ever find it, please let me know because <laughs> I cannot find the episode anywhere. That needs to be on YouTube. You need I to know. have that on YouTube because we could have had a dueling videos. Myself <laughs> on The Price is Right, where I actually won a car, random Good story. For you. And you on the Wheel of Fortune, obviously winning a nice pretty penny. So nice little side tangent. We'll see what we can dig up. Don't count on a fire nation because if stephanie doesn't have it it's probably pretty deep in the archives but one thing i want to pull back to stephanie is that what we really want to do here i know that you didn't take any funding and that you had to bootstrap and really count your dimes and yeah that's a challenge but talk to us about a time during the chic ceo building where you really just flopped or fell on your face you really just did something that didn't work and what did you learn from that Something that we tried recently that just simply didn't work was we created our own crowdfunding portal. And a lot of, we thought, because we're so immersed in the startup culture and what's going on, that we thought our community was ready for that. So this is a very good example of us not going out and asking our community if this is something that they wanted, something that they needed, something that they understood. We just assumed and, you know, going back to the roots of what you and I just talked about, about starting Chic CEO and making sure that I knew what my community wanted, I knew what my um, target audience needed, this was something that we assumed. And we presented it and launched it and it went, you know, out to our community and it was crickets. They didn't get it. And we realized that we were, we were a little early. We were a little too early in our community for... Um, creating a portal. We spent all this time and energy and money to put this together for them and they didn't, they didn't care. So, you know, that was a big lesson for us to go back to the drawing board, go back to the fundamentals, go back to basics, ask them what they want, give them what they need. And, you know, even though there's 23,000 of them, we can't assume anymore what they want. We, we need to ask. So that was a big a big lesson for us. And when you have 23,000 people and you have crickets, those are pretty loud crickets because you're like, right. wow, that's a huge audience and I'm getting no feedback. I'm getting no traction from this. What was your vision exactly, Stephanie? Share with Fire Nation exactly what you foresaw happening with this crowdfunding portal. The women in our community, a lot of them, you know, when we ask them what their challenges are, it's funding. You know, where do I get the money to start this? Where do I get the money to, to, uh, to get inventory and, and how do I market and things like that. And we thought it was a natural fit that we bring them a, a way for them to crowdfund 
to get the money that they need for their business or their project or their cause. And truly, they just they just weren't ready for the concept of crowdfunding. Uh, we didn't have the the critical mass behind it yet that a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo does that you know, people are, are able to go there and understand it. So we were hoping that they would see it as an opportunity to really fundraise. Um, but they just, they just weren't ready for it. And we, you know, tail between the legs. Okay, ladies, we'll just wait. <laughs> Whatever you need to tail do, between we'll ask the you legs. next time. <laughs> well, at least that's one of those live to learn situations where you definitely did that. And we know next time that you are going to be massively pulling your audience, really holding their feet to the fire and saying, is this something that you will open your wallet for? Is this something that you really need right now? Is this something that you will take action on? And I can just give you some feedback too and to Fire Nation as well for those who haven't heard my 10-part series I did on Kickstarter. It's very fascinating because you talk to these very successful Kickstarter campaigns and these are people that use Kickstarter and Indiegogo as well. And so it was just a really great combination of all of these different crowdfunding campaigns. And what was the consistent feedback that they were giving to me during this podcast series was that over 90 to 94% of the money that they were making was from their community they already had in place. They were getting less than 10% of the overall funding from the outside community, from people that weren't already in their email list or in their community. So what the crowdfunding did was a couple things. It really spurred them to really take aggressive action. So they were successful because they really were able to take action. And it did give the people that were crowdfunding the ability to feel comfort that, hey, unless this gets fully funded, I'm not going to actually be funding this project. And so those two things combined made it a success. But again, it was all back on the shoulders of the people. It wasn't like they put it out there to the Kickstarter universe and they were fully funded. It was 90 plus percentile that they were having to get on their own. So some really interesting feedback there. And Stephanie, let's kind of turn the tables a little bit and you share with us something that didn't work. Share with us something that you've recently done that did work with your community. Well, we've been asked over and over again to have a conference, some offline event that we can get people together and, you know, kind of run them through the Sheik's EO process. So we decided to throw our very first conference last week, I think it was, or the week before. And it's called the Solve Conference for Women. And we were obviously terrified. This is our first time we've ever put. <laughs> I mean, you've already, put, you've already made it a black hole in your memory. You can't remember when it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we... We decided to throw a conference and um, we did a lot of things wrong and we did a lot of things right. And the feedback that we got from the people who attended was just so amazing. They loved the format. We did a collaborative format. We didn't have speakers come in and just talk to them. We had experts come in and actually help them work through an actual business challenge. So it wasn't that a speaker came in, you listened and took notes and went and had lunch and then came back and listened, took notes. It was, you stood up. The attendees stood up, told their business challenge, and then the people in the room worked on the challenge. The experts helped facilitate what would work, what wouldn't, what they need to think about. And so it was a really collaborative and interactive day, and that was a huge uh, high five for us. We were really pleased with how it turned out. We were really excited how much information that the women got from from not only helping the women, not only getting their business cases you know, featured and worked through, but just the women that got to help, they got a lot out of it too. So we were really excited that that was something that we think we can package up and take across in different cities in the United States and that it'll help women 
They'll get excited. They'll help each other make new connections and really move their businesses forward. So we were really excited that that that's something new that we can add to Chic CEO offline that that is really working. So we're really excited about it. And what city did you hold it in and how many attendees did you have? We held it in San Diego and we had about 100 attendees. We wanted to keep it really small and intimate for the first one so that we could really dig into problems. We had eight experts come in. Um, Howard Leonhardt, who is a venture capitalist from Santa Monica, Eli Davidson, who is a business coach to um, the people like Joan Rivers. We had Jim Hammerly, who is one of Chic CEO's advisors. He started his first startup, got bought by AOL. So we had some really amazing... Fran Meyer, who started Match.com, was there. So we had some really amazing experts that came in and helped these women really work through their issues. So it was a really amazing day. Sounds phenomenal. And Stephanie, you share with us some struggles that you've had. You shared with us that win that you've had. Obviously, you said you made some mistakes, but you also had a great event overall. And I'm sure your next one's going to be even better because that's exactly what happens when you take action and you continue to improve off of that action. You've already shared with us some great aha moments that you've had too about just having CEO Chic in general exist in the universe was a great aha moment that you've had. But sure, with Fire Nation a recent light bulb that's gone off when you really just had this idea that popped into your mind and you said, wow, this is something that I want to implement. Obviously, the Solve Conference was one of them. Share with Fire Nation another idea that you recently implemented that did turn into success. Monthly networking mixers here in San Diego. And we recently launched them in Orange County and now we're launching in Portland. Wow. So yeah, we, we had them in New York for a little while. We had to shut those down. The woman who was running them decided to move out of the state. So we wanted to make sure we had a good plan in place before we light those back up. But you know, we, we never went into Chic CEO thinking that we would be running events. And we a big aha that we had is that women like to be in rooms together. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But they do. They like they like to connect offline. And so we want to give them every opportunity to do that. And we didn't realize that the networking events would spread to other cities. We envision them staying here in San Diego where we are based. And the reason we actually started to create them was not only to let the women connect with each other, but to facilitate a way for us to connect with our target target audience on a monthly basis, bring those women back to my living room, basically. It, they're not held in my room, living room, but it, the idea is the same. Bring them all together again so I could ask them a bunch of questions so my business partner could you know, find out what they need. So it's a great way for us to keep our pulse on what these women want and need. And now they're spreading into other cities and, and the, the ladies are loving it. So that was something that we were kind of hesitant to do, but it's turned out to be a pretty successful. We're really, really happy about it. I love that too, because that's actually a direction that Entrepreneur on Fire has gone recently because I keep getting that same feedback from my audience that you're getting from your audience, Stephanie. People want to be in a room together, whether it's virtual or offline. They want to feel like they're part of a community, part of a culture that's there to support them, to motivate them, to encourage them, to drive them forward. And I launched Fire Nation Elite just a month ago, which is a membership mastermind for my listeners. And I was blown away. I had over 250 applications for what was going to be this very intimate and small mastermind, which is now at 73 members and growing very slowly and very organically, very engaged. People are in there. We do Google Hangouts. We have a Facebook private group page. I mean, we're doing all these different things. 
but I'm taking away a lot of great things from what you're saying too, because the power of the offline, of actually getting face-to-face and meeting in a room is so powerful. So that's another thing that people really need to try to bring to their circle of influence, to their masterminds that they're leading or are part of. So great feedback, Stephanie. And I want to bring this right now to the present times because you have a lot of cool things going on. You have a massive audience. You're just coming off a very successful event. You're doing monthly gatherings. You are really just putting a lot of different irons in the fire. So share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you about Chic CEO right now. Because, you know, we also, we work with so many women that are starting up really amazing companies. We have recently partnered with a new startup called Travelbox. And they are a, a website that helps you share socially really cool places and restaurants and things to do in your favorite cities. So if you're going to another city, you can say, you know, do you have your Key West box? What do you like? So they are doing some really cool things. Chic CEO has recently partnered with them and with Inc. Magazine to create the first ever XX event at South by Southwest this week. Uh, South by Southwest has brought their interactive portion to Vegas, and it's specifically for startups. So the whole week will be, the whole conference next week will be specifically for entrepreneurship and for startups. So we decided we wanted to throw a huge event there that celebrated the women of South by. And of course, we love our men, so the men are definitely invited. But Thank you. We've, <laughs> we've we are so excited about this event. We have uh, Delivering Happiness as one of our partners. So Tony Shea, uh, CEO of Zappos, is going to be there with his Delivering Happiness. Um, he's actually helped us so much putting it together. We Inc. Magazine is our media partner on it. And we've got some amazing people that are coming. So we, I can't tell you how excited we are about this event and, and just to be around all of these new startups, new tech, new media, cutting edge um, entrepreneurs that are going to be there for this event. We are so excited to meet them and, and um, you know, really connect. And we're hoping to bring the XX event into other cities and potentially at South by Southwest next year in Austin, hopefully. So that is something that we are just thrilled out of our minds about. So this is a great theme that's developing, Stephanie, because for me, I got my start at a conference, Blog World, back in New York City. That's where I got to really get in and see that people were making moves and, and growing these incredible online businesses. I got to shake the hands of some incredible people at that time that really got me moving forward. And since then, I've made it a point to go to four or five great conferences every single year because it's so important to be in rooms with people, to feel that excitement, to see the success, to see that motivation motivation, enthusiasm that's going on. And I just got back from World Domination Summit about a month ago, which was in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I wanted to go to that. It was so good, Stephanie, 3,000 people. I'm going to be speaking at New Media Expo by Blog World in Vegas this January for a second straight year, which I'm so excited about because I love that event. And then we have Social Media Marketing World right here in San Diego, Stephanie. I mean, a great time is going to be happening this coming March. The opening day party is on the USS Midway, which is an aircraft carrier with four acres. I mean, it's going to be an incredible event. The, their inaugural event was last 
last year and then they're doing a second event about potentially twice as big this year because it was just such a hit. So there are so many great conferences, Fire Nation, all over the country, every different industry, every different niche. And when you go there and actually mix it up with these people, the ideas are going to come from that and the support and the community that you're going to grow is so powerful. So Stephanie, just I commend you for what you're creating. You're definitely going in the right direction. And we're going to break in here for a second to thank our sponsors. TV Talk is America's premier network for TV show discussions. Your favorite TV show airs a new episode at night, and the very next morning you can tune in to listen to a new discussion on that very same episode. Whether you're trying to play catch up on a TV show you haven't watched in a while, or just listening to hear what others think about it, TV Talk has it all. Listen in to hear Joe Arvin and the Cowboy keep you up to date on the latest Big Brother episode. Or to R.C. St. Amores, he lets you in the behind-the-scenes insights about Survivor. Also hear from your favorite former contestants from shows like The Biggest Loser and The Amazing Race. TV Talk also gives you the opportunity to submit your own talkback question for a chance to be featured as the talkback question of the week. The TV Talk app is available for free in the iOS App Store and for Android devices on the Google Play or at tvtalk.com. What are you waiting for? Head over and download the app today. Looking for a unique opportunity? How about joining Cornell University's Online Marketing Strategy Certificate Program? Don't worry, this isn't your ordinary online course where the interaction is low and the engagement is non-existent. To prove it, eCornell students consistently rate class discussions and connections with global professionals and faculty as one of the most valuable parts of their learning experience. Why a marketing strategy certificate? I'm glad you asked. Marketing is now social and mobile, data-driven, analytical, and cross-functional, and organizations can't afford to confine marketing strategy to just the marketing team anymore. By becoming a student in our online community, you'll be joining an elite group of professionals that have empowered themselves and their organizations with targeted online training and marketing that drives results and revenue. That means you can move ahead today without pressing pause. Visit ecornell.com slash fire to save 20% off the online marketing strategy certificate. And this is actually a great segue to my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, Stephanie, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'll do my best. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure. Fear of failure. You don't want to fall on your face and embarrass yourself, but you know you do what you can, and and you got to try. What's the best advice you've ever received? To remember that people don't work the way you work. I, for a long time, assumed everybody worked the way I work, and they don't. So to um, recognize that we all have different working styles. We some people work harder than others. Some people work differently. But to remember that I can't expect everybody to work the way I work. And to do so, I'll just set myself up for disappointment. So that was a good piece of advice for me. Stephanie, what's one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? One, one action you can take right now to get closer to your dreams is to find somebody that, you, that believes in the value that you bring. So when you hit a dip, or a moment of weakness, you can call that person and they can remind you to get back on track, to stop whining and keep, keep moving forward. I think sometimes we get paralyzed by fear 
or, you know, get stopped in our tracks by our options. And sometimes if you can pull yourself out of that, call somebody real quick and have them just get you back on track, then you can keep moving forward. I've always believed that. Great advice. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yes, I love Wonderlist. You use Wonderlist? I have heard of Wonderlist. I use something so similar called Workflowy, but I've heard amazing things about Wonderlist. But please share with Fire Nation. Wonderlist is a to-do list. It's a beautiful app and it, you can download it to computer, your iPad, your iPhone, and then you can create lists for your team as well. So I have a list for my assistant and for my business partner and I just put tasks in their lists for them. And when they do them and they check them off, I get an email notification saying that they're done and vice versa. My assistant, I really work for her mostly. So she puts tasks in my list and then when I <laughs> finish it, she knows. So it's a great way to keep, especially if you have a virtual team, uh, keep them all on task. Love that. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Stephanie Burns. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Stephanie, what would it be? Uh, it would definitely be, But Are You Making Any Money by Marley Major. I love it. We also have a books, a books We Love section on Sheik CEO. You can find it there and I'm a huge reader, so every book that I love is on that list. Nice. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So, Stephanie, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky, so take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I have this crazy idea um, that I would love to, to figure out. So maybe somebody in, in the Fire Nation can, can help me figure out how to make this happen. But I would love to figure out a way to raffle off equity. And I'm not sure if this is going to be something that will be able to be done through the Jobs Act coming up, but raffles in general are illegal unless you're a nonprofit. So I'm trying to figure out, it's a different form of crowdfunding, I suppose, but a way to for people to buy raffle tickets, offer up equity, and fundraise that way. So that's, that's probably what I would try to work on then. Well, thanks for sharing that idea, because you need to throw that kind of stuff out into the universe, because you never yeah. know what's going to stick. And Somebody sti come back to me. You got a solution on how I can make this happen. We'll do it together. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie and her audience of 23K will support that. So, Stephanie, I have really enjoyed hearing your journey, hearing the ups, the downs, the challenges, the successes. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Well, you can always email me at stephanie at chic-ceo.com or visit our website at chic-ceo.com. Uh, one thing that piece of advice that I always give people is just to get started. Don't worry about finding out all the answers. All the answers are somewhere on the internet at Chic CEO, you know, within the Fire Nation. The answers are somewhere. The, the thing that you can't get is that, that spark, you know, that spark under your butt. So just get going. Don't worry about finding all the answers right now. They'll, they'll come. So go. Just go. 
And Stephanie, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about, your email, your website, resources, the book, eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab. You are hanging out in the archives. And Stephanie, on behalf of Fire Nation, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over 400,000 unique downloads a month and well over five figures in monthly revenue. This is all a result of the podcast I started on September 22nd, 2012. If you want to find out everything I've done, come to podcastersparadise.com. Here you will find video tutorials of everything you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. A community of other podcasters to exchange reviews, ideas, and experiences with, and access to private webinars where today's top experts reveal all. Come to podcastersparadise.com to find out more. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.